0: Hello, listeners. This is Mitch from Form Guide Breakdowns, and we're here to go through another episode of the preview podcast. Uh, this weekend, we're looking at the Morfordville meeting on the 16th of September. So, a course proper meeting. Uh, firstly, onto the track conditions. So, the last two weeks here at Morfordville have been a little bit tricky, in my opinion. They've just sort of played a little bit differently to what you'd expect. Last time here, a fortnight ago, it was a very leaders-biased track. Um, The track's currently rated a good four. There's sunny conditions through the rest of the week. uh, I'm expecting it probably gets to a good three. So, rail goes out again. Today, it's going to be in the plus 13 metres from the 1,200 to the winning post, and then plus 9 metres the remainder. Yeah, obviously it's been a little bit tricky, it's a little bit hard to sort of trust, so what I'm doing here is I'm just going to play pretty safe today. There's four races we'll dive deeper into, Um, the rest of them I'm probably happy to let go, but if you are keen to play in a few races today, I would probably be backing leaders. Just with the rail out in that position um, and with the expected fast track conditions, I think that's going to be your safer bet. So the same as last week with this newer format, we'll roll through some of the less interesting races fast and just touch on some of the better ones a little bit deeper. So kicking off race one, we've got a 1,200 metre fillies and mares, 0 to 62. I've put number one Audrey Grace on top. The visitor, I thought she was pretty unlucky or stiff not to win last time at Geelong, this is probably a slightly easier race, and she'll jump from barrier two with Todd Panel on board, expecting her to go close if the track conditions favour. Um, number four, Our Shining Star, second pick, and then number three, Giladora is your third pick. Giladora is probably the best horse. I'm just concerned how far back she's going to get. Race two, this is an 1,100-metre maiden. We've put number 10 on top. Episodic, so I thought Episodic was pretty stiff to go down last start. Looked to the winner, and then a smart one of Michael Hitmonts jumped out of the ground and managed to get her on the line. So today she's going to get her chance. Uh, number five, Snipers Nightmare, second pick. So Snipers Nightmare is the one I believe we're probably going to lead. So if it has got that wicked bias, I think that's the one you probably want to save, and then. Number seven, Altarian for Michael Hickmont is the saver. Just watching his stable. He's had a few handy ones come and debut this um, early spring. (laughs) So I'm expecting him again to probably have another handy one here who's been trialing okay. So expect he can produce another one. Race three now. This is another 1,100-meter maiden. Uh, Another visitor for Matt Laurie I'm putting on top here. Number eight, Blue Chip Girl. So Blue Chip Girl's had four career runs resumes here has looked okay in those first few career runs placed in three out of the four uh, two kilos comes off the back with the apprentice claim she'll go around with 54 and she's drawn in a pretty nice spot uh, next pick was number three lose some win more for the gambling responsible team i um, don't know how that name got through but there you go um rich and Chantel jolly debutante generally they come to the races ready to go so that could probably show up here as well and then number five Talking Italian for David Jolly to round out the picks for race three. Race four now. This is a tough, this is as tough as it gets. This is a 2050 metre BM80. I've put number two disagreeable miss on top. I thought she was pretty good last start. Um, She was less than a length behind Insulation, who was a very short favourite on that day. Um, Look, she goes pretty well here at the track. She's had four starts here One-one, second-one, third-in-one. I'm expecting, based on that last run, if she can produce something like that, she probably goes very close here. Number six is our next pick. That's Exalted Ruth. I thought she looked the winner in the straight in her last race just before she faded a little bit to finish third. Uh, She's drawn barrier one, two kilos come off the back. She's got a light weight. If she pushes forwards, she's probably going to be in it for a long way. And then the last pick in this race is number one, Monte Pulciano. In his last five starts, he's one, two and second in the other three, so expect him to be competitive again. Race five, a 1,540-meter no-metro win BM70, so we just keep rolling out rippers today. Number four, Bugnish. I'm putting on top, forgiving Bugnish for the last start. I think the bias was probably against her. She didn't get as forward as... I'd probably expected, and she went under at the short price. So her form prior to that at listed level and group level was handy enough. I'm expecting from Barrier Six and Todd Panel on today, she'll be more handy. Number one, Angry Skies. I probably think Angry Skies is the best horse in the race. Just concerned he does like to get back. I'm concerned if the track is going to play like it did two weeks ago, he'll probably get too far back and he'll need a lot of luck. And then number 8, Regal Valor for the Stokes team, closes out my picks here. Barrier 5, looked okay and winning a trial at Murray Bridge recently. I'm expecting it can probably show up as well. And that brings us to race 6. This is a 1200 metre BM70. This is one that I'm probably keen to dive into a little bit more. So I've put number 10, The Great Baby, on top for the Francis Kent team and Alana Kenny to ride. Uh, last start winner here a fortnight ago on the track that favoured leaders. she'll jump from barrier four again. Going to be positive, if he runs up to what he did a fortnight ago, you would expect him to be pretty hard to beat, considering this is a very similar setup to that last race. Now, it's a handy enough field, though. That I'm basing this on the bias. So you've got runners like Spark Up. Uh, Bellinger and Jean Valjean that probably get back. Um, just note as well, Jean Valjean is still nominated to go to Flemington. I just think if Great Baby gets it his own way out in front again, they're probably going to struggle to catch him. The 11 Aruga Mama, handy horse, but I'd probably prefer to follow once she gets out in trip, and that's 16 Reasons is another handy horse that. Likes to get back. Maybe from barrier one goes more forwards, but yeah, the great baby for me. There's a lot of handy types in here. Um, If the track isn't favouring dead set leaders, then I'm probably going to consider having a saver on, say, 16 reasons. I think the current price for her is handy enough. Just a quick touch on race seven as well. Probably not one I'm keen to establish anything in yet and that's particularly because horses one and two are both Michael Hickmont trained and Jake Toro is down to ride both so I believe there's probably going to be a change there and it's going to interest me in which way they go if it stays is I prefer to be with number one brave man's game on top in this race and that is purely probably based on the race map he'll go forwards um, he was handy last start winner but Bulls and Parade was a handy winner as well so keeping an eye on this race to see what they do Number three, Midnight Rush is the next pick. Gets in nicely at the weight. Strong barrier four. Has good enough early speed to be prominent. And then number seven, Lord Luca, to close out the picks. Backing up after a run last weekend when really he had to sort of go against the pattern to make up any ground. And he did, did a reasonable job there. So today and maybe a more even track, it would open it up for him. Okay, so... That brings us to race eight. Three more races to go. We'll dive deeper into all three of these races. Um, Race eight is a 1050 metre three-year-old BM64. Now, this isn't just a normal BM64. It's actually a very handy one. You've got listed and black type winners in this race as well as others that have competed well at the grade. So, it's very handy BM64. I've put number four Anna Jazar on, on top for the Hayes team, and Hannah Edgley to ride. Now, barrier two, positive. Probably Leeds is a positive. She's resuming here today. Her first prep, I thought, had some very strong form. So on debut, she beat a horse called Molly Nickers. Molly Nickers just ran a very nice race last week at Moonee Valley behind Charmstone. And some are saying it's a horse to follow coming into this spring. So that's a handy form line in itself. She also ran second in her second race behind a horse called Brave Mead, who Brave Mead was also run last weekend at Moonee Valley and was well in the market there behind Stepati. So two very handy form lines for me she's looked like she's trialed pretty well and i think she's going to put herself in a good position from that barrier hannah edgley takes the three kilos off she's got 56 kilos on her back if she gets a nice enough run and in front i'm expecting her to be pretty hard to reel in now you've also got to respect horses like number one jubinenko so jubinenko was i think it was sixth in the blue diamond last year um Looked like it was going to go on to some greater things, but eventually had a fall in a race in Victoria. So that just slowed her down a little bit. She has won twice since and has been trialling well back into this resuming today. So she's one you've got to respect. Harley and Rose is another one you've got to respect as well. Listed placed behind horses like Air Assault and Heuristic. Uh, These strong form lines from last year's Carnival. And then there's one that I just want to pay attention to. Number 11, Kinetic Jewel for the Stokes team on debut. If you go and have a look at Kinetic Jewel's trials, they've been very handy. So she's gone back and made up a lot of ground late. Potentially that goes against her here today, like I've been saying. But I think she's a horse you can follow out of this race. Um, I'd imagine they nominated in this BM64, thinking it might be slightly easier than the field that's turned out here. But yeah. Anyway, one to follow, I would say, particularly on a track that's going to be more even. So to summarise that race again, we've got number four, Anna Jazar, on top. Uh, Number one, Jubinenko, second pick. Also note Jubinenko's dual nominated to Flemington as well. Uh, And the number 11, Kinetic Dual, closes out this race. That brings us to race nine now so this is the feature race this is the listed wiley handicap over 1100 meters so number two hypothetical is probably my best bet of the day there today so for me hypothetical looks pretty well placed here second up she's had two runs second up previously in her career she's won both of those she's stepping up to the 1100 meters today, off the first up thousand meter run, she's won three out of five over this distance as well. And her first up run was in a very strong field. It was the Listed car line Stakes at Moonee Valley, oh about three weeks ago now, and she she was second behind Acromantula, and she beat types back like Sweet Ride and Omni Man. So that's a very handy form line for me. We've seen her here at Morphettville before. Her last run, last prep, was the Group Three where she was third behind Snapped and Grey River. She had to do a bit of extra work from a wider barrier that day, and she's only gone down by half a length. So out of barrier five today, should push forwards. I'm expecting her to be hard to beat. Like I said, she's the best bet of the day for mine. Um, if I had to go around her for some other exotics, I think number five, H2O, resuming here, is a listed winner in Victoria. Barrier four probably goes forwards as well, Um She's won two or four first up. She could give it a shake if it's run, if the track's going to suit her. Uh, number seven, I'm loving you for the Price Kent team is another one we've seen over here before. She was a winner at listed level as well. Uh, resuming here today, good record over the trip. And then you've got horses like Grey River, Taunting. It's a very, very good race, a good addition of the race. But like I said, I'm happy to be with Hypothetical is the best bet. I just think she's the best place here today. And the lucky last, race 10. This is a 1600-meter BM62. I've gone with number two, Flyway on top for Scott Westover. So he's having a really good prep, this horse. His last five starts, he's won two, and he's placed in his other three. So went close to a win last time. He's probably a little bit undone by the track pattern. He backs up this weekend. That run was only last week, and he's up to the 1600-meters, which is really going to suit him, I'd imagine. Barrier one. He can settle about midfield, but I'm expecting him to be handy enough from barrier one and put himself in a very nice position. So fly away is going to be another one of our best bets for the day. Um, Number eight was the next pick I had in this race. That's Soames. So Soames is backing up as well after a run last week behind Prince Joffre. Was a maiden winner two starts back. Has talent. We've seen him do it as a juvenile horse. Barrier 12, light at the weights coming off some good form, can probably produce. And then number two, uh, sorry, number one, Texan Windstorm closes out the picks for us in this race. Looks your likely leader. Um, led all the way, last start here, and run away with it that day. So if it's a leader bias track, that's the one that's probably going to be in the pe- best position. So that's the 10 races. Uh, the Morfittville Quaddy we'll start with, and then we'll get to some best bets at here and at Flemington. So the Quaddy. gets you the 100% today. Potentially changes as well, because in this first leg, we've got the two Michael Hickmont horses. So, race seven, leg number one, we're going to include numbers one, Brave Man's Game, number two, Bulls on Parade, number three, Midnight Rush, number four, Silent Sermon, and number seven, Lord Luca. Race eight, leg number two, we're going to include Dubonenko, Number two, Harley and Rose. Number three, Bolted In. Number four, Anna Jazar. And number 11, Kinetic Jewel. Leg three, race number nine. We're going to go with number two, Hypothetical. Number five, H2O. And number seven, I'm loving Ya. And then the lucky last numbers. One, Texan Windstorm. Two, Fly Away. And eight, Soames. So again, that's $225 is going to get you your full 100%. Best bets, uh, we'll start here at Morfittville. We're going to go race 8, number 4, Anna Jamar for the Hayes team. Gets a good map, expecting that form to stack up from her first prep. Race 9, number 2, hypothetical for Anthony and Sam Friedman. Uh, Strong last start form reference, uh, has been here before, group placed. Gets a gun run out of barrier 5, up on the speed. Looks a very handy type. And then race 10, number 2, Fly away for Scott Westover as our last of the best bets. So Drawn Barrier 1 should get a good run in serious form and back up to the 1,600 metres today. Big positives for him. And then we've got four best bets at Flemington. So if you're looking at the website, I'm a little bit keener to be at Flemington this week. Um, First one, race four, number three, King's Gambit for the Snowden team. Looks to have resumed quite nicely based on the trials was a very impressive horse in his two year old campaign. So expecting he can reproduce something in that line. Um, race five, number 15, legacies for Peter Moody and Catherine Coleman. Second up here today, rising to the 1400 meters after a very good first up run, expecting she'll go very close. Race six, number three, skirt the law for Tony Gollin. Um Second first up in the quizette behind Charmstone. We were very keen Charmstone at Mooney Valley last week. So I think that form reference stacks up. She'll be in a handy part of the track out from the wider barrier down the straight. And has been a winner second up before. And then last of the best bets is race 10, number 16, Carini. So very interesting horse. One to definitely follow. Potentially is set on a Melbourne Cup path. Um... Had, has had one run here in Australia over the 1,400 metres, hit the line pretty nicely, up to 1,700 metres today. If they are going to the Melbourne Cup, he probably needs to make a strong statement in this race. So there you are, that's the summary for Morfittville, as well as best bets at both Morfittville and Flemington. If you missed anything or you want to catch it, they'll all be posted up on the website tonight. So find it all up on there at formguidebreakdowns.com. Uh, Good luck if you're having a bet this weekend and if you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or anyone you know is having trouble, you can call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858 or you can look them up online at gamblinghelponline.org. Thanks again for listening and we'll speak next week.